This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Empire. You thought you knew, but you have no idea. It's the urban sports scene. Are listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Will T, Wole, and Ray Jeezy. And we are part of Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. First off, before we get started with the show, we have a celebrant. So, 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 wait, 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 what, what I want to say? Celebrant? Yeah, I guess something like that. Ray Jeezy, happy birthday. Oh, oh thank you. I know what you were talking <laughs> yeah, about. I, know, right? I, was I thought you were celebrating a new night that we do the show now. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, and a new night. That's right, and a new night. But yeah, Monday. Happy birthday, Ray. Appreciate you. you know, another birthday, year, another year is a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Happy birthday, man. So, another great year. Glad to have you here, man. You've been a great friend. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. So, make sure you get your blessings and all your flowers. My man. God. But like, like Ray mentioned, though, you know, it's a new night, man. Wednesdays. How's it feeling for y'all, man? Wednesday, Wednesday night, anything different? <laughs> you know what no, I mean? not really. <laughs> not really? I'm always happy to be here to do the show with you guys, man. I know. Me so. too, man. Me too. Always good to see my man with Will T. You know what I'm saying? You growing a beard too, bro. I see you, dog. You know what I'm saying? I always have a beard. I know, but like, that's the theme, huh? Uh, I can't be part of dark, that trend. Dark skin stuff, dog. You know. I saying? will say this: I know people who listen to the show. First of all, we appreciate you listening, yeah, but people want to hear us talk about sports. I gotta ask the question though: What did y'all think about Wakanda? I just saw it yesterday. I so. haven't seen it yet. Um, oh, I'm going, dang! I'm we can't. We can't even talk no, about it. We'll talk about it. No. I mean, we can talk about it. He just could be left out of the loop. I mean, I don't be caring about sports at all. I'm not. Just bother me. I ain't that person. Okay. What about what about your 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 girl? Who? She saw it. Oh, I wow! She saw no. She went. She saw it. She's at. She's in Orlando. She saw it in Orlando. So. Oh, so who are you going to see it with? Oh, I'm gonna see it by myself. You rocking dashiki again? Dude, no. Because <laughs> when the, when the first Black Panther came yeah, out, y'all all wore your yeah. I'm gonna hold your, my, family, my whole family. Yeah, yeah, y'all rocked again. Nothing wrong with that. No, I, I wore a Black Panther shirt no, last night. Was everybody rocking white? Because I heard that was a in a movie. They were in not the not to the theater. I brought my uh, Black Panther tea. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I heard. Was it better than the first one? Folks nah, that's what people saying. Not, not to me. Not to you. No, it was it was dope though. I, it was dope. I I, I love the story. Uh-huh. Um, it was on par with the with the first one. I wouldn't say it was better than the first one. A lot of folks were saying that. I mean, I'm not a comic book person, so I heard it's in line with the comic book. It is. Okay. The story the story is uh, very much in line with the comic book. Did you uh you know the comic book story? Like you yeah. About, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Brian Coogler is talented, so yeah, anything he anything he puts his hands on, I believe is gonna be is gonna be amazing. Yeah, he's an amazing um, screenwriter. I'm sure they they broke records. I will say the surprise for me, Will. I'm not gonna lie. Sorry, Will. But Michael B. Jordan making an appearance was a surprise. Yeah, when he was in it. Yeah, that was shocking See? to me. Yeah. Oh, that's, t- that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> that was that was the that's dope. that was the surprise of the movie oh, for me. Okay. I'm gonna see it anyway. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> that stuff, the surprises aren't not my thing. I don't really. Be, I don't. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Every time I saw somebody on social media, I try not to look. I mean, as long as you know, people don't go and don't tell me everything, I'm okay. You know, a little bit, little whatever. I mean, like they pre, like any, even in the beginning, like the surprise was who's gonna be Black Panther. Then you already knew who that who that was gonna be. Yeah. Like so. I mean, yeah. That was obviously. the main surprise at first, right? Like who's going to play Black Panther? Uh, they stick to the storyline anyway, so everybody knew kind of what it was. Yeah, it's, it's a couple sh- surprises in there. I ain't gonna say shockers, but surprises. Mm-hmm. 
thinking about Stella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said you didn't care. Night, night, night. I just want to see. I just want to see he's gonna say. That man said we owned outline. Sports podcast show such as the John Kyle Report, hosted by ESPN Washington Commander Insider Kyle. <laughs> Jones Football, hosted by USA Today Insider Mike Jones. Subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Team. Um, the algorithm. Make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Team YouTube channel as well. Um, this show can be found on Podcast DC, the local app with hundreds of <laughs> options in local news and health. That man ate edible. You ain't got the same energy. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Empire shows as well as other great content. No, I just went to the gym. I'm sorry. Oh, that's what it is. Also, don't forget to tweet us at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene. And, of course, like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page and check out our weekly NFL picks on Football Garbage Time's website. Just search footballgarbagetime.com. It's part of the Urban Sports Scene versus Football Garbage Time Challenge. Speaking of which, I got to submit my picks before I don't have my Thursday pick again. That was tough to have. Also, sorry, join us. Uh, join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Just search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. Will T. Let's get into our tradition of pregame. All right, here's what we have on tap. We'll talk about the Washington Commanders defeating the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, DC's uh, civil suit against the Commanders and the Was- and Washington's upcoming game against the Houston Texans. At 8.30, we'll debate if a healthy Porzingis is the best player on the Washington Wizards. Finally, we'll talk Georgetown Hoyas basketball with nuts and bolts sports, Patrick Waring. Uh, but first, we'll see. All right. Monday night, the command. You, you going to make me say this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ass. <laughs> Um, Monday night, the Commanders upset the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles, 32-21. Thoughts on the game? Uh, for me, oh, I'll, I'll go first. Thank yeah, you, sir. Yeah. Appreciate you, sir. Uh, the game for me as a fan was amazing. I won't even lie to you. I, you know, I, I did a post-game show for Fox, and you know, I was excited. I was excited. I'm not going to lie. But I will say in terms of the honesty of, of the game, because a lot of fans are just into beating the Eagles, I thought the Eagles gave that game to Washington. So many turnovers. Um, there are a lot of plays. That the Eagles would typically make. You're talking about a bomb to Watkins that was wide open. He caught it and fumbled because, you know, St. Jude's got beat, but he recovered and, and created that fumble. But all, like, normally that play doesn't typically happen. Um, the fumble, like the, the head mask fumble play, um, face mask, to me, face mask fumble play. I mean, there's some plays that in that game you could say to yourself, like, you know, the Eagles didn't play their best football. Um, and maybe it was Monday night, maybe they underestimated the Washington Commanders. Uh, but they didn't play their best game. But for Washington's credit, they pounced on it, had a good game plan. They played a, you know, time possession game, ran the football. They were stubborn running the football. They only averaged like three yards a carry or something like that. They were stubborn. They had, they had, and they ran the ball 49 times. I think in the first half, it was like 30, 30 minutes of time possession compared to the Eagles, like seven or five minutes or something like that. So I thought that in terms of game plan, they, they played well. And this defense, you know, made plays when they needed to. And I think... That's that's been a trend for this this trend for this team during this I know five game quality play or something of some sorts like they their defense has stood has stood, has stood up stood out and played consistent football so I was impressed with that and also special teams I thought they played an all around football game special teams especially with Joey Sly you know kicking some huge kicks um so I'll give him that I watched the post game. And I commented, this was the first complete victory that the Washington Commanders had. We're talking about special teams. You just missing Joey Sly defense. They created turnovers. I got to show them love for that. I mean, miss 
missed calls are part of the game. It sucks. It really does. I know this all too well. All, all of us do as fans, and it hurts. But that's not the reason Philly lost. Philly overestimated, uh, oh, underestimated. I'm sorry, Washington overlooked because they didn't they didn't run the ball at all in the first half. I, I feel as though they just came out thinking we're going to move through the Commanders, and we know the Commanders' offense doesn't put up a lot of points. Which if the if the Commanders capitalize in the red zone. And capitalize on on Philly side of the field, then we might be having an even different discussion. I know that last touchdown was kind of like a garbage time one, but still, first complete team victory. And then also, I just want to say this: Derek Forrest, um, Saint Juice, and Cam Curl. You look at these three young guys on defense, and it just makes you feel like the future could be bright for this Washington football team defense. I hate the Commanders. I'm sorry, I can't call them that. So I'm I'm gonna call them the football team. It, the the future looks bright with these guys if you put them in a position to succeed. And then Kendall Fuller obviously has resurged over the past, what, three weeks? I don't know what's lit a fire under him, but I like it. And I just like the fight they show. That's the one thing I love about Heineke. Heineke is clearly who he is, but at the same time, he gets the entire team excited. Terry McLaurin talked to Scott Van Pelt after the game, and he just said, who wouldn't want to play with this dude? And that's why it's hard to put him on the bench, although – the problem is his lack of ability to throw a deep ball. We saw that on the pick he threw at the at the most inopportune time. And Twitter called it. They said a Heineke turnover is coming now. <laughs> and it happened. I was like, wow. Um, it makes you question whether you can keep him long term. You want to succeed. But I said earlier in the year the season was over. And now I got to recant. I have to because now you're a game and a half behind Dallas. You beat New York at least once. You put yourself in the conversation to make a playoff, uh, make make a wild card spot. And what's wild is the NFC East could get every team, man. If possible, I mean, it's possible that, that every team could make it. So I'm just saying the fact that they've come this far is amazing. They, they squeaked out some games, but as, as we all know, it takes a little luck, yeah. takes a little luck sometimes. And, and they're getting it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I think, how can I, how can I put this? You, Ray, you said it was a complete game, which, which it was. Um, but I think this is more of Philadelphia lost the game opposed to Washington winning it. Um, and this, not, this isn't to take anything away from the commanders, um, but anytime a team has three uh, turnovers on the, full, on the whole season and then they come back and they have three turnovers in one game, you know, it, it's an anomaly to me. But um, – one of the things I, I did, you know, you, and you mentioned that, you know, during the second half, Philadelphia came out and they ran the ball. Um, I actually, based off of, if you, if you think about it, based off of what uh, Philadelphia had done, you know, um, going against Washington's biggest weakness, which is their pass defense. In the first half, I think they really, they did the right thing, which was try to get up, try to get up on, um, oh, no try to get up on, on the commanders and then, um, you know, take advantage of them by uh, moving the ball down the field through the air. But um, it just so happened that um, Washington was able to take a, take advantage of Philadelphia's biggest weakness on defense, which is in that front four without Jonathan Davis. Not having them up front really um, hurt them in their ability to stop the run. Will T, is this Ron Rivera's biggest win as the commander's coach? I said commanders. Uh, you did. Um, <laughs> that I could think of, probably. Um, I can't think of any, you know, Washington fans will probably say, you know, any victory against Dallas is the biggest victory that, that he's had thus far. 
Um, but I think given the situation, just given what Philadelphia was, um, undefeated at home Monday night, and it's a team that has historically struggled in Monday night games, um, I think this was the best. The best. It, it was it, obviously the most complete victory. All right. This question was post, posted on Twitter. And Cam Mingo, the homie Cam Mingo, he said, yes, it is the biggest win under a Rivera regime playing against a division opponent on Monday Night Football where Washington has zero success. So, yes, this is it. I don't necessarily agree it's the biggest win per se because that's the I think that's the problem in this town is the, the standard is set so low that um, a Monday Night win, it's not like they beat Michael Vick's Eagles or Donovan McNabb's Eagles, the ones that had T.O. On, on, on that team, um, Hugh Douglas. This was a, I mean, of course it's an undefeated team, but last year, not last year, I'm sorry, the year that Washington made the playoffs, they beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. That was a big win under Rivera, in my opinion. Pittsburgh, was, I think, was undefeated at the time. But, you, okay, you said this is, this is an undefeated team, but this is the team that I think universally football experts agree is probably the most – strongest team just because of their depth all without a team with relatively no weaknesses within their starting lineup on the offense or defense and also the depth that they have and the way they've played so that's why it's the biggest win um it's the big it's the biggest win because look let's not um put it in a vacuum just what they did on the field but everything that's going on around this team this year right Mm -hmm. there's so many distractions that's going on around this team with with regards to ownership, you know, we'll talk about the impending lawsuit that the D.C. Um, Attorney General has um, has filed against this team. So I think putting taking all those things into um, consideration, I think this is probably the biggest victory of Ron. And, and also, um, rest in peace, he lost his mom, you know. So I think this is – Coach Rivera lost his mom. So it's not easy. You know, I'm fortunate enough to have not have lost a parent, but um, I would imagine that – you know, dealing with that also, all these things put together, I think this is his biggest victory. All right, so we got another comment on social media. Uh, I hope I'm saying this right. Master, how, how do I say this? Shafu? <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. Second biggest, first was against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Man, Notre Dame, I just said that, right? Uh, I I would agree with that one. I think that this is right up there with it. But again, the, the bar is set kind of low whenever we talk about defeating teams that are undefeated or the, or perceived to be the best teams. Because, like, if this was a Tom Brady um, Patriot squad or something a few years back, yeah, I would say that's a big one. But I don't believe the Eagles are the best team in the league. I still think it's Buffalo regardless of what's happened lately. But Buffalo's facing some injuries. So is Philly. But that's just my thought. And it's all opinion-based, and that's the dope part. But it's a big win. We can all agree on that. Moving forward, though, is Heineke your starter, Will, because his numbers aren't great. His, his QBR is – horrible it's better than Wentz's though um but the most important column is the W column and Heineke has led this team to victories so what do you think is Ron Rivera's think thought process or his thinking going forward I think if you're Ron Rivera you have to you know based off of where you are in the development of your program and as the um head I guess football czar of everything um commander's football um, you have to stay with Taylor Heineke for now. Um, Taylor Heineke gives you the opportunity to um, run your complete playbook or open up your playbook, per se, um, just simply because he knows the offense and he's able to get the ball out of his hand and not take um, sacks. Like, I, I, unlike, unlike Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz holds on to the ball. 
right? This is why the run game is so effective, too. Yeah, and and yeah, that's also, and you know, with Taylor Heineke, you have to account for him in the run game and his ability to create a broken play, um, a broken a play that's broken down, and out when he's outside of the pocket. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that you pay Wentz the money to be your guy, and I think you know what you have in Heineke moving forward. Depending on what your goals are, what are the Commanders' goals is the question. Because if your goal is to continue to win football games, ultimately land yourself a spot in the playoffs and then compete in the playoffs. I love what Taylor Heineke did a few seasons back against the eventual Super Bowl champions, but based on his play and based on his arm strength and some of the limitations that he that he just I, I think brings to the game, nah, I would I would go back to Wentz eventually. I would definitely go back to Wentz. Um Luckily for Heineke, Wentz is still not healthy enough to play. You got the Texans coming up the week after you had the Falcons. But the mistake that I'm seeing also is I think that the commanders are starting to look ahead. Um, being favored this coming week and then potentially so. the following week, I think they're starting to look ahead. Based on what I've seen, maybe I'm being biased. but I think the fans are. Um, maybe it's the fans. It's the fans. It's fine, though. But th- th- this is what fans do. Because if you looked at the schedule, if if you saw the predictions of this Philly game, including Wolves, it was like a blowout. Everybody had Philly winning by a blowout. I did. And, yeah. and that's why, I mean, any given Sunday, I don't care about what the schedule says because the Texans actually almost beat Philly. So the a Texans could pose a, a serious challenge on their home field this week. So you can't overlook anybody. But I'm just saying, maybe it is just the fans. I, I'm, I'm seeing Jason Wright, though, a whole lot more on Twitter this week. Week, just saying, he he's on there, but not like he has been lately. He's been commenting oh. on on various posts. I mean, I get it. You riding the high wave. Yeah. Also, you're trying to change the narrative because of all the negative stories, which again we'll get to. Um, but going back to the question, yeah, I would probably go back to Wentz once he's healthy enough to play, just because you brought him in to be the starter, and we know what Heineke what, what his ceiling is. Well, you yes, you brought him in to be a, be the starter, but. I think thus far you had a a large enough sample size with comparing both of these two quarterbacks to know that one of the quarterbacks gives you a better chance to win and a better chance to execute your offense. And I think that's Taylor Heineke. I will say this, though, for that, and my mic is now working. Um, with the game plan they're doing now, they didn't do with Carson Wentz. They didn't run the ball 49 times. They weren't run heavy with Carson Wentz. They mm. run he- No, they weren't. I got the numbers. They weren't. No, I, so I'll, I'll say this. What was the game a couple of weeks? The Bears. Back? Yeah, they against won. the Bear. They won. Against the Bear. Yeah, we talk about wins, right? Are we, are we yeah, talking about? Yeah, but but that's that's what I'm saying. Like they ran the ball with Brian Robertson. They ran the ball with Antonio Gibson, and then they also sprinkled in some of um, JD McKissick. Yeah, they did. They also Curtis Samuel dropped the ball at the scene for a touchdown. They would that would have changed the stats. I'm just saying, like they didn't run through the majority of this season. They haven't ran the ball like they ran in terms of being committed to the running game. Because with Carson Wentz, if they were averaging three yards a carry, that's still they're throwing the football. With Taylor Heineke averaging three yards a game, they're, they're, they ran the football 49 times, averaging three yards a carry. They're not doing they didn't. They haven't done that with, with, with Carson Wentz. They've done that with Taylor Heineke. Carson Wentz with the, with the Colts, they were run heavy. His stats was 27-7. Nine, nine and seven. I mean, it was like ten. Went nine and seven last year. Nine and seven on a run heavy offense with with Scott Turner, with Carson Wentz. He has decided. They decided because Carson Carson Wentz is the shiny new toy. They want to throw the football. True. I'm just saying. Like I agree. The, my whole thing about Taylor Heineke. This is the thing about Taylor Heineke. The thing that's why to me Taylor Heineke should still be the starter is them dudes play for him. That I get that. Like I'm not. I'm not against that. They play for him. They are. 
they are upbeat, and he gets the ball to Terry McLaurin. Like, he is focused to give the ball to Terry McLaurin. With Carson Wentz, Terry McLaurin wasn't getting touches. It's, that's a fact. But in terms of, like, the game plan, it's totally different. It's a different game plan because they're scared of, like we see on Twitter, oh, Heineke's going to make that mistake. If you give Taylor Heineke, you give him throwing the ball 35, 40 times, you allow it for those Taylor Heineke mistakes to happen frequently. If you run the football, you take that out of his hands. Taylor Heineke, of course, like I mentioned, because of his ability to run, he makes it easier to, to design run plays. But I love what they do with Curtis, Curtis Samuel. You don't know if Curtis oh Samuel God. is going to get the handoff yeah. or if, you, if Taylor Hannick is going to keep it yeah. or if they're going to hand off. So you, you, you had the Eagles on their heels at times. Let's just admit it because I know with three yards to carry, that's because they ran so many times. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, Antonio Gibson played such a good game. Yeah, it's not Antonio saying. Gibson is, I mean, that dude – <laughs> he's he's been balling like i said because he's been put in a position to succeed going back to your point now scott turner's finally seen seeming to listen and also seeing what works yeah and sticking to it stubbornly but he's doing it and you shouldn't put the ball in the hands of taylor heineke he you saw moments, what i know he does <laughs> but 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 if there were times where we would question okay why are you throwing on third and one he didn't do that this past game no nah, he didn't but second, 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 second and goal from the three yard line. He's throwing the ball. He was apart. the biggest. He was the biggest stat though. The penalties were minimized. Yeah. Ta- Taylor Hanke pointed that out. He said we didn't put ourselves in That's second right. and long situations. When you when you have too many penalties, I d- I do think that it was bad officiating. Philly got some raw. I mean, some raw deals. I, I saw a couple bad calls that went against Washington, Washington as well. Definitely, ones, of course. Like, yeah, it um, it was it was both sides, but I, I mean, of course. The face mask is bad. I'm well, hold you. The face I mean, I don't understand how the officials are standing right, right there, there and I don't like the way the game ended. I'm sorry. The NFL is soft. This is the same thing that they have with Brady. That he was, didn't even get that, slammed, I do. He pulled up. Dog. I mean, he pulled, but that's too dog. He pulled up, but dude, this is what this is this is the problem. This is the, he had a whole 2 seconds to not touch him. That's the problem. And game speed, bro. I can't agree with that. No, look at it. Look at it again, bro. Look at it. And game speed. This is you. This is us watching it. My bad. I cut him off. My fault. My fault. No. Oh. This is what I'm saying. As Brand, um, he should, yeah, go ahead. Brandon Gibbs, I, I forgot his last name. Graham. Graham, excuse me. Brandon Graham, yeah. Brandon Graham, as Taylor Heineke is starting to kneel down, you start to see Brandon Graham go in for the tackle. And then once Brandon Graham sees him, his knee hit the ground, he yeah. pulls up, he pulls back. But it's two of them, it's not just one. Yeah, it's two dudes that did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I get it. The, what, the, that's the problem. It's two dudes I, doing the same I, I, I hear you. I hear you. That's what I'm saying. Like, what I hear you. If it was the other way around, as a referee, you'd be you pissed. Cannot, you cannot be it, the guy who decides to. It's the right call. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. If Chase Young did some stupid, I, I would No, they, been, they have been I've consistent said, with like, this crap like, this against season. The, against the like, oh. dog. Like, against, we, we lost to the last year, like, we the Detroit. Chase Young had a dumb one against Stafford. Two years ago, Stafford. That was a couple years back. He had a bad one against Matt Ryan. That was soft, but it was a soft call. The NFL has been making some bad calls. The same thing you said, but I was like, in in, in today's NFL, that's that's the right call. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just saying, in terms of NFL officiating this season, it's been consistently bad when it comes to the quarterback. Yeah, I'm just telling. I I mean, for real, Brady thing is totally different to to this one because that was a real tackle. That was a tackle. That wasn't late. That was an actual tackle wrap. This joint, you waited two. Basically, I counted one, two, and then you. No, the Brady Jones was way worse than this. I know. Game. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to change his mind, so I'm yeah. not going to try. No, nah, I know. That's not a bang-bang play, Wole. Dog, you go to NFL officials, they all, they all agreed. Like, the league has already said it's not a bad call. The league? No, I'm being real. No, <laughs> the league. No, the league. Dog, okay. I do, I'm just saying do the arguments. Let me, let me, calls, let me, bro. Let me, I'm real. 
when when is the league ever said <laughs> that they're no they have they melted off they used to they have sometimes sometimes they did they did they did not call they didn't bring back the grady jerry one in a national game when they've has the NFL done it they've done it will they right, name it. one they, when, i can't when, name it. <laughs> i'm just messing with you i'm just messing with you i know i can't but they've done it like i was i didn't bring it up to argue i just personally said i didn't like the way it ended the goalposts to say They've never done it. And then you say, a national game. Don't, don't push the goalposts. I'm not pushing the Don't push the goalposts. I'm not pushing the goalposts. First you were like, I said a national game. Well, excuse, excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. I, I wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> in a national game. All right. In a national That's game. Whenever, whenever you ever seen them. That's fair. They don't. Hey, man. I don't, I don't, I can't say that definitively. I can't say words right now. All right. But, but again, the calls are missed on both sides. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt at all. All right. Well, ESPN Insider. Adam Schefter reported that defensive end Chase Young will play right. Sunday. What? He showed some energy on that one. Yeah. Two seconds. <laughs> yeah, the I want to see you on the football field and pull I, up like that. No, because it wasn't that bad. Like, it was bad, bro. It wasn't that. Like, never mind, I ain't talking about this no more. <laughs> All right, Chase Young will play Sunday against the Houston, Texas. What are your What are your expectations for him, Wole? Oh. I don't think he should be playing, for real. But, um, what are you going to like, twit? Maybe... Like thirty percent, thirty percent of the snaps, third downs, and have him rush the passer. That's about it, and we'll see what we can do after that. But I don't think he should be playing. I, I saw his clips, man. I'm, I mean, as individuals towards ACL, um, I've seen other individuals, like in terms of like Saquon Barkley. We use Saquon Barkley example. We've seen um, multiple running backs. How hard it is to come back from it? You know what I'm saying? And off the first year, you don't have you don't have your same explosion. That's after that first year. It takes you the second year. So I don't really and and Chase Young has been what his 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 thing has been his skill set his athleticism if he's not all there then why are you really putting him on the football field for what like you still have him under contract for next season what is the season going what do you what do you think the season is going to accomplish I mean you have been playing solid football without him what is the season going to accomplish I mean don't you like, want to get him some some reps now you get rested Saquon Barkley was better to me this season the reps didn't help him like. I'd rather you get your reps when you were 100%. Cause you know what's going to happen? Because it's how, how iffy, the, iffy the fan base is. He don't look good. Maybe we wasted, our, we wasted a draft pick on this dude. They're going to start to hate. That's what they're going to do. So why even put him out there? Let him get his real get, get the real Chase Young next year. Why are you worried about this year? But in terms of this game, maybe you know, he'll get like 30% of, uh, 30% of the snaps. And we'll see what we can do from there. For me, it's not about how he looks physically. I think that's fair when someone's coming off a serious injury like that. However, there are some people when they miss a significant amount of time, they become a student of the game. And that's what I'm hoping that's happened with Chase. And just based on the the naked eye, I don't know if he's done that. I don't know if he's going to come back a better player because he's watching film, because he's seeing, okay, you know what? I can do better if I put myself in this position. Uh, I'm just saying, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm telling you this, I don't know. I'm just saying, I hope that's the case. Based on what I observed, I'm not sure that's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So that's my hope because I remember when it finally clicked for like Michael Vick when he was away from football, not for injury purposes, but because he was, of course, like locked up. He watched way more film and it oh, made yeah. so much more a difference. Better. That athleticism he then paired with the brains and it made, so I mean, it just made a, a night and day difference. No, I, just, I would say like he, one thing that's good for him that he's working out with, with uh, Von Miller. Prior to the season. He was so, having a great season, by yeah, the way. So, I mean, he was in that, that his um, camp, his defensive end camp. So, 
he's working out with him. So, or trying to, well, not working out thoroughly, but doing this thing with him. So, we'll see. Is I it a Deontay Wilder situation, Will, to give a boxing reference? You can't change a man at this point in his career. Is, is, is Chase Young just still going to be Chase Young? Try to just rush straight at you. Straight, <laughs> rushing all he tall. He was different in Ohio State, man. So I'll say this much. He was different in Ohio State. I watched enough of that dude play. He was different. He wasn't this type of rusher in Ohio State. Glenn calling the show. <laughs> no, I, I, I think one of the most important things for uh, Chase Young is for him to get reps and get that and get over those potential mental barriers. Right? Mm-hmm. You you want him to get out there against live action. You want him to get out there and have guys um, trying to block at his knee, right? And see how he handles that because there's also that as you as you stated, Ray. There's a mental aspect with regards to the play, and then there's also a mental aspect to recovering from the injury. True. Let's go to the uh, the DC thing real quick. Okay. Is that me? Oh. <laughs> Last week, D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine announced a lawsuit against the commanders. It's well documented by now. Owner Dan Snyder and the NFL alleging they colluded to deceive D.C. residents about the NFL investigation into the team's toxic workplace culture and, of course, the allegations of sexual assault. Fellas, just quickly, what's your thoughts on this announcement, the lawsuit, the timing of it, and the commander's initial response, including Brian Robinson and how his agent clapped back? Uh, I think it's a little bit of a stretch by based off of what the AG is alleging. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a bit of a stretch, but I do think there, the, the, the part of it that's interesting to me is the keeping of fans security deposit and not refunding that back yeah. in a timely manner. I do think that there. Um, I think that that aspect of the lawsuit is viable in court, but I think other things, um, especially with regards to the sexual workplace and the burying of the report, that's not something that um, we personally are or or uh, residents of D.C. are entitled to see. Yeah, for me, it's just like, it's, I was sitting on Twitter, it's redundant. It's a, to me, it's like you already got some of the stuff already out and they're already taking care of it. And I guess if what's the, what's the end game? Is the end game he's going to sell that you try and get him to sell the team? He's going to sell the team. Like, he's going to sell the team. Like, that's a fact. That's going to happen, regardless of this. So I'm just trying to – so my thing, my thing is, is this political? Or are you trying to put yourself in a situation where when your next, your next role – because he, he lost, he lost his, his position anyway. Mm-hmm. His next role, is he expiring to be mayor in D.C. in the coming, upcoming years? Are you trying to have that, like, that battle cry, like, I was the dude before I left office to bring to bring noise to the to the Washington Commanders. It, it, to me, I, it's all about the motive to me because at the end of the day, they're selling this team. Like Snyder is not; he's going to be gone. Like I'm, I, I'm a believer in it. He's going to be gone. So I'm trying to know your motive at night. Like, your motive is your motive because it's redundant. It's not like you're bringing anything new to the table. Um, that that's true. Maybe he just wants the fat. Well. I mean, there's some facts that we don't know with regards to mm-hmm. the um, allegations of the revenue, yeah. um, revenue disparity or revenue man- manipulation in that. And they're concern. trying to get out. They've been yeah. trying to get out. That you yeah. want to get out in the yeah. public. In public that, yeah. that hasn't been put yeah, more to the public eye. Following a thorough investigation. Huh? I think it was it was a thorough investigation, which took so long. Yeah. I don't think it was intentional. Like, he's trying to gain political points because he's not going to at this point. But I wouldn't be surprised the NFL is part of this. Roger Goodell mm-hmm. pretty much cautioned all the owners, let the process play out. That's cryptic. <laughs> it's mafia, I can't do it's anything, a, but let the process play no, out. It's a mafia. And I yeah, Dan Snyder is like, you know what? Y'all got me. I'm, I'm disappearing like at I this said, point. Like, like, 
it's, it's, it's all not a coincidence, dude. Like, this kind of mafia or is it them? Who? You didn't, them? You, didn't, you didn't watch the Dave Chappelle monologue. Oh, I did. I did. It's them. I watched it on <laughs> SNL. SNL. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's why I say nothing. Dude. Hey, man, it's for, hey, the Wizards are playing right now. The Wizards are beating the Oklahoma City Thunder 77 to 79. Question, though. Is Porzingis the best player on the Wizards team? We'll discuss this after Before the break. we go to break, listen to I am not I, I, I am not anti-Semitic <laughs> and I do not uh support um anti-Semitic tropes. All right, man, you listen to the Urban Sports scene. The ages. <laughs> Deuces. Man, don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't do it. Quick as they can, the atmosphere is now ripped. I'm so like a pimp, I'm glad it's night. So the light from the sun would not burn me on my bum when I shoot the moon. High jump the broom like a preemie out the womb. My partner yelling too soon, don't do it. Reconsider, read some litter. Sure, on the subject, you sure? You know we got your back like Cairo Pratt. Tick, if that do you dirty, we'll rock her. Out as in detergent. Now hurry, hurry, go on to the altar. I know you ain't a pimp, but pimp, remember what I taught you. Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart, hey, keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart, man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part, play your part. Jones, to choose it, lover, never without a rubber. Never in the seats like it on top of the cover. Money on the dresser, drive a compressor, top notch. Get the most, not the lesser. Trash like the for forty dollars in the club. Up the game, she gets no love. She be cross country giving all that she got. A thousand a pop, I'm pulling. You're listening to the Urban Sports Scene uh, with Wole, Will, and Ray, and we are part of Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. All right, the Washington Wizards are riding. A three-game winning streak during this stretch, Persingas is averaging 25 points, eight rebounds, and about two block shots. When healthy, is Porzingis the best player on the Wizards? Uh, he's the most talented player mm, okay. on the Wizards. I hear you. Uh, All right. You know, there's, there's, it's very rare you'll find a guy that's seven foot three that can shoot threes mm-hmm. and uh, defend and defend the paint. Look, I mean, look at Rudy Gobert, right? True, true. Um, and then also um, defensively can match up uh with smaller players um for certain for certain on certain instances mm-hmm. right not for long stretches of the game um i think he's the most talented player is he the best no I, I still think brad is the best player on this team by far um this team comes and goes with um bradley bill on a night-to-night basis right help me with the name of this phenom he's coming from france victor Wimp- now you talk about the, what you just described, that's who I Gee. thought of. It ain't no Chris Stapps. Um, but Chris Stapps Porzingis? It's not him, no. I mean, he can, he, he, he can shoot. Why you Because he's, 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 he's charming. Because, I mean, when, when Embiid show up, then he's, then he's nowhere to be found. Uh, when you play against the top players in the league, then carry yourself the same uh, way. Don't be that dude that kill. Don't be, uh, what's his name? from they, that he's play, Who who did he play for? He played for the Hawks. He played for the Jazz. Ah, what's his name? Oh, Gosh, jazz. help me out, y'all. Millsap, Paul Millsap. Oh. He would kill every team until the Lakers, <laughs> the Lakers showed up, and he played like a straight. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and, and Porzingis is you yeah. You 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 can you can torch the Thunder, but let me see you torch and B. Let me see you torch Rudy Gobert. Let me see you play like that against the I don't top know, guys. I don't know. 
what you had against Embiid? So I don't. I'm not sure. Actually, I didn't watch that game. Um, I've been watching a couple Wizards. Like I've been watching like the last four Wizards game against Stephen Adams, giving buckets. Um, against Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman. Aquaman. He said Stephen Adams. He, like he played defense. He, oh, Stephen Adams is tough, bro. You talking about? That's what you talking about. Who's he plays against Stephen Adams? I'm talking about the and top. Me, sure when you go against the, the, when you go against the top, top guys in the league, top. not Dude, the not the toughest defensive at, guys. I, I can system. name some. I, I mean, Patrick system. Beverly is tough on defense. I ain't gonna name him as like, oh, if you can fry Beverly, Beverly, then you can. Right now he got twenty three. So, so, so you're talking about when he faces and be Giannis. Exactly. Oh, if you can, if you can have that same energy against Giannis, go mano a mano. See, that's the thing about Brad. Brad has cooked everybody in the league before. He may okay. He may turn the ball over, but hey. There's no everybody wants Brown on their team. Ain't nobody clamoring right, for poor singers. Get out of here. This is this shouldn't even be a question. Embiid That's my point. Embiid hasn't even played him this year. Like he was out both both games, right? So it's not even fair. No, he wasn't out both games. Actually, he was. He actually, was the, the wizard the wizards may have won game. May have he won, won the against. Second. He wasn't in that game. Okay, he so wasn't the second game either. No, he wasn't in both games. Okay, so how about Giannis? Or oh, it's one of the top guys. When he, fair, I'm just saying bro. in general. It's not fair. Like his last. What's not fair? Games, the last stretch of games, this dude, whoever he's been playing, this dude. Since coming back from that rest has been body. Who's above. he been playing? Dude, and you dropping 30, you averaging 25. I'm saying, who's he been playing? Dude, they're like, <laughs> I don't know. I can tell you that. He's That's just not, going, bro, all right. I, 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 like, you watch. We can look at it because I, yeah. I had to stump you. you watch but we can look at it. You watch Wizard Games. I do. All right, all right, and so probably more than you do. I've been watching the last five games. So see, he I'm, watched the winning streak, and now he won't come with his bull crap. Yeah, exactly. I knew he was watching it because he started tweeting about yeah, exactly. it. Exactly, I was he, early, bro. Early. That's not, that's not fair, bro. Look, look. So the last this this stretch of games, bro, without Bill. Well, let's be specific. Has he been the best in this stretch? Yes, he has. He, to me, like they're winning games. With, with Brad, they can lose games, or whatever. It don't matter. It's when you go to like when you run run offense with Porzingis and like getting a, getting the five. I'm losing right now. They losing. Going to win. They do this all the time. He gets the he gets the five on the wing. Dude is hitting step backs. He's crossing over step backs. He banging on people. He getting okay. blocks. Go ahead, right, that, so now, huh? who's who's in the middle so, for the Jazz? So um, the, they played the, so they the played Hornets, the, uh, the Mavericks, the Memphis. They played Memphis. Yeah, he's on during the stretch. He's everybody was hurt. Yeah, Memphis. Yeah, nobody played that Memphis. Memphis, Charlotte, Dallas, Utah, and then um, yeah. Memphis again. <laughs> it's your only schedule. All right, so what is Brad doing this year against some of the competition? What is Brad averaging? What is Brad averaging? You tell me because you right, brought so him up. I'm about to, like, right now. <laughs> exactly. Look at Brad that. So, Brad, Brad no, no. You said year, who is the best player. Right now, you ain't said if he was getting buckets. No, Brad, right now, and, they back, and, who, and Brad's back Brad. tonight. Brad back tonight, right? Okay, good. Brad's and they lose right, 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 right. They lose him. He on the court with Brad. No, no, no. He's back, but no. when he's not there, just, like, just admit you put this question no, on the no, outline because no, no, you I, you wrote it because you was biased. I, exactly. Is this how you I feel? Just say it. I'm very biased. Look, Brad is back. You just said it. That's Brad not the question, back. though. No, 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 no. Look, hold on. Chase Young is back. He missed time, right? Brad missed some time. Look, Brad is back. Some time. Brad is back, right? And now they're losing. What was their record when Brad before Brad was hurt? They were under 500. They were under 500, right? Yeah, okay. Right, I'm just. And they saying. lose to bad teams too, bro. They lost to the uh, Pacers with with Brad. Uh, the Pacers ain't a bad team. What's the record, bro? What's the record? They're not a good team. The Pacers are actually are emerging right now. Are they on the winning streak? They, they the Pacers got horrible. the rookie deal on their team. They were. They got. They got the. They got Tyrese Halliburton, of course, on their team. The Pacers are. I'm gonna, the the Pacers right should be 500 almost by now. They, really? are we doing look this? it up. Are we doing this? I can't find. This. I can look up the stuff right now. I know this is crazy. No, you, no they are five hundred. You're right. They six and six. Listen, this man ain't been watching basketball to this <laughs> recent win streak. It's not fair. It's eight okay, six, so all so of the eight and six, and what we talking? We doing here? They're eight and six. They five and they five and three in the last 
Okay, for me, how I feel is if you can do it against the top guys in the league, then I'll I'll give you your flowers. But for now, though, if you're gonna be Paul Millsap, I can't respect it. You used to agree with me on Paul Millsap too. No, he doesn't. He used to cook. All right, this is my thing. I know what you're saying though, but at the same time, what has like what has Bill done in this stretch of tough game, tough game? What like what tough team I, have they so played? So all we're talking about is the tough game. Okay, so my thing. What has, That's not what you asked. No, no, in the tough game, what <laughs> he has said when he's healthy. No, all right, no, no, because you're coming bro. at me a different way. You're coming a different way. So look, <laughs> he got to win the argument. Look, look, it's look, not fair. Look, 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 look. What tough game has Brzezinski been in this season that since he hasn't showed up? Listen, That's all I'm saying. That, isn't that but that wasn't, isn't your that, qu- that wasn't your question, though. But you question, say he don't, he, don't come, he, don't show up, he don't show up when the teams are tough this year against Giannis. What did he do against Giannis this year? They play Giannis, right? Yeah, they I'm play. I'm just asking an honest question. I'm not saying that he didn't ball again. I'm not saying. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're wrong. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> is cra- this is crazy. I don't know. Maybe you're right. This is crazy. Oh, you saw Chappelle when he had all his characters back? Yeah. That joke is tight. I am here. But back to you, right? <laughs> 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 Listen, I, I'm I'm this I'm gonna guy. I'm gonna give you some stats in a minute. Jeez, this is insane. This yeah. is flat out insane. What, what is what is what is my man Porzingis average right now? You know what I'm saying this whole this whole this whole year. He's got twenty already. He's about to go for thirty. He's averaged twenty. I think he's averaging twenty points. So we're just talking about this high stretch. Is that what you're telling? No, me? now you're saying that he needs to have play against. He haven't balled this season against the I'm dogs. I'm saying I can't get right. He hasn't. So what, what, what dogs have you played? And what, what was his performance against these dogs you speak of? That's what I'm about to tell you okay, right man. now. Can you watch more games than okay. me? I'm asking. Because you, you're basing your argument off wins. All right, I'll give you Correct? Yes. Against, against, okay. a, against an all-star center, Jared Allen, right? So Jared Allen? Yeah. We want to count him? All right, go ahead. Uh, he's an all-star, right? He's, he's all, <coughs> I can name a lot of people then. Go ahead. No, I'm, I mean, that's, the, that's, the, that's the only That's the best one. Go ahead. You named Steven Adams. That's what I'm saying. Steven Adams is fair. Go ahead. You don't see Jared Allen. That's a good um, player. Okay. Again, uh, when Brooklyn beat the hell out of them, yeah, exactly. that man had 14 points okay. on 4 of 11 shooting. Okay. Who's the, who's the center he played against? Probably. Uh, Nobody. That's a, no, I said a good. You said a good Black. center. No. Uh, against a good team, you I said. Make, dude, I can name a bet. No, you said center. You said okay, center. Okay, center. Let's, yes. go, let, let's do it then. Yeah, let's do this. Come on, bro. You, I guess. <laughs> I'm not moving. No, you said center. This is what you said. You named me right, center. Guess, it's Patrick on the line. I guess Jared Allen, an all-star. Yeah. Jared Allen's good defensively. Stop it. 18 and 11. 18 and 11. That's pretty good. That's okay. 18 and 11. A double-double. Come on now. That's good. Next. I mean, Come on, that's not bad. That's good. That's the only. So, I guess the only, the only all star. Okay, okay. Let's look. Let, okay, let's. I guess Al Horford. Let's see what he did. We're doing. Oh wow! Al, now we're putting Al Horford. Because you, he, he, he has seventeen all-star. points, zero for four from three. All right, seventeen. Yeah. How many rebounds? Thirteen. That's that's a. What are you? What, and, a, and, a, and a double digit loss. They lost by a dub. Dude, get Bill does this all the time, and you just tell me Bill's one of the best players. He goes there, folks, and they lose by double digits. What are we doing here? No, so what are we talking about? I don't know anymore, right? <laughs> what are we talking about? I said, I just said, the, I said Porzingis. You right asked, was that man the best on the and team? I, said, I can't say. We and know, I, we know what Brad has has done yes, in this league. I know what Porzingis has done in this league. Brad has done what in this league in terms of he won, he's made he's been a scoring title. He won a scoring title. Yes, no, he no, didn't. He, lost, he was second to Curry, but he's been scoring. He scores. He scores well. That's what he does. Oh, Brad can defend too. He, this year, he's doing better, but he scores well. He scores well. K- and he, KP, Porzingis can. Porzingis a rebound. He makes, he makes, he makes shot plays block. off the bounce. Off the bounce. 
Yeah, it's the last two years. Yeah, yeah, it's the last. That's fair. Last two years. But he, but but he, okay. He has a lot of turnovers so, too at the same time. We we can continue this discussion moving forward because yes. he'll get opportunities against the top guys. If he fries, then I'll give him his flowers. I'm not I'm not knocking him, but I can't anoint the man I'm, ahead of Brad. And when Brad has already got a body of work and a resume, what body of work did we speak of? Of uh, what you just said, second league is scoring. All star selection. Right? All- Bradley Bill is a three time all star. Yeah, Perzingis is a what? A two? No. One? He's a New- zero. In New York, he can go to the all star game one? No, he <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to win. It's a shame because we're supposed to move on to the next segment, but he trying to win. All right, Zingas, all star. Here you go. He was an all star. Yes, he was an all star. 28. NBA all star. Yeah, all NBA team. <laughs> this is NBA All Star highlights. <laughs> NBA All Star 2018. Okay, three to one. Series is over. I'm saying. So I'm saying. Brad, Brad has been all rookie first team 2016. Uh, that's great. Uh, Euro. He really going back far now. Yeah, yeah, that that this is crazy. Yep. I'm saying he's an all star. Somebody wasn't an all star. That's all I'm saying. My man was an all star. <laughs> he made it up. No, we've had this discussion about all star. And he's been hurt. We, we, we Brad was hurt a lot when he was younger. I'm just saying all, that's why he's why he get most more. That's why he get we've, had this discussion before. we've had this discussion before about being an all star and someone making an all star team in New York. He look. Okay, so so since, hey, we're, Will, since we're doing we were this, about, I remember we did the show. You, you was loving right. Porzingis in New York for a while. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, see, why are we doing this, bro? Why are we I'm doing not, this? All I'm, I'm saying, not, I'm not knocking. All, I, I never I said, said he wasn't say, a baller. I'm saying he's not the best on the team because he ain't cooked nobody yet. I say he's the most. Okay, we hit it. We hit it, Will. Thank you, appreciate you. Dark skin brothers stick together. That's what I'm talking about. This is listen. We gotta go to break. This is insane. This is insane. Hey, look, look, look he, he's balling tonight against who? I don't know. Who cares? Oh, he's getting his numbers up. It's all-star numbers, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway. He it, might make the all-star Speaking of a center year. from New York, a former center from New York, man, my man Pat Hewen, man. Is it tournament or bust for my man Hewen, for Coach Hewen? Patrick Waring from the NBS Sports Hour podcast will join the show to chat about Georgetown Hoya basketball after the break. You're listening to the Urban Sports Saying. For ages. Get it. Deuces. On Empire Media. That's EmpireMedia.com. Mm. We the best music. Another one, another one. Another one. DJ Khaled. Khaled. I like the wretched women. Go. G6, let's get it. Rich coming down to the city. Oh, God. Yo, God. Outside getting litty. Showing me the titties. Woo. Acting like a menace. Woo. Standing on the couch. What? Standing on business. Go. Drinks in your mouth. Drink. Swallow, don't spit it. Swallow. Party all the time. Woo. Feeling like Diddy. Diddy. Shining a little wrist. Ice. Feeling like Billy. Billy. God did, God did. I'm a witness. Woo. I just sent 50 bottles to. Woo. Know the gang getting a bit by the penis. Still in the meeting. Be back in a minute. The phone talking chicken. Hey. We the best, we too blessed, we keep winning. We the best. The party won't stop, it won't finish. Let's get it. Let's get it. Get it. We did it. Did it. I'm committed. committed. We all in it. In, it. in the city. city. We get litty. Lit. Get out your feelings and go get some benches. God did, God did. I'm a witness. Ooh. I just sent 50 bottles to. Ooh. Know the gang getting a fit by the pennant. Still in the meeting, be back in a minute. I tell her activate, throw it back, it got an aftertaste. Patty cake coming, six figures of patty face. Patty. The school at heart knocking, I graduated. I can't fuck with that. Be aggravated. If I can't get that bag, I'm agitated. Bad. She popping that, but she graduated. Bobby. On the party, it's animated. animated. They 
keep telling me it's my time to turn it hot ground like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Welcome back to the urban sports scene where Ray just won an argument finally. You know, it's Lies. been a long time. Uh, and right, right now, there's no debate about what we're about to talk about because we got Patrick Warren from the NBA Sports Hour podcast joining us. We're talking Georgetown Hoyas basketball. Patrick Ewan, tournament of bust. Pat, what's good, bro? Yo, what's going on, guys? How, <clears throat> how y'all doing? Oh, Pat, I was looking forward to you coming on because you're always positive about Georgetown. And that, that, that's cool, but right now, I, I'm sure you got to keep it a buck. The, the Hoyas are struggling. Juan Dixon, his squad almost got him. If that, if, if that game is not a W, then we'd be having a different discussion tonight because that, that win streak, felt, I mean, that losing streak felt like it was going on forever. How do you feel about the Hoyas right now, man? Well, it's early right now. I mean, obviously, uh, last night kind of kind of gives a different thought for some people about the results against Northwestern, but... Uh, the way I look at it is uh, the team's two and one and we're uh, we're in November. So uh, we realize we have some new pieces. Um, I know the game, the you know, the two wins have probably been a little too close for comfort. Definitely the copping game and in the first half of the Green Bay. But it's still early. So, um, you know, the guys are going to be in Jamaica this weekend. They're, you know, there's two games, a game on Friday, a game on Sunday. I think after that, you know, they'll play American before Thanksgiving. I think after that, we can get a kind of a better read on kind of uh, the direction that the team's going in. Hey, Pat, this is Will. Um, one question for you. Um, you said it's early. Um, we know that historically this Georgetown um, basketball team plays a soft schedule early, particularly out, out of conference because, you know, the legendary John Thompson Jr. always said, um, I want to get my team prepared for those tougher, you know, when they were in the Big East, tougher in the season. Would you say, would it be fair to say that even though it's early, this team is playing against weak competition and you would expect them to have at least started to work out some of those kinks in their game or the flow of that offense and their defensive sets against weaker competition? Well, the reason why I would say wait a little bit with this squad is even though there is a lot of talent, it is a new team. Uh, and I know that's the trend in college basketball now with the portal and guys are moving around. But in this case, I mean, everybody's new for the most part that's playing minutes right now. You know, Wahab does come back. So he, he was with the program. When you look at Murray, you look at Spears, a cook. So just to kind of put all these guys together, I, you know, I think it is fair to give them a little bit of time. We, you know, we have seen the offense is taking them a little bit. The copping game, I would say second half, late second half into overtime. They started rolling Green Bay game, same thing in the second half. So uh, I would say wait a little bit for that part to get going. Now, the part that's probably concerning for a lot of people is on the defensive end. And not not only because of what's happened so far, but because we've seen We've seen this team, this program struggle guarding the three mainly. And that's something that has hurt them uh, so far this season. So, I mean, that that would be the thing that I think kind of stands out the most as far as trying to address as quick as possible. But um, again, I, you know, I would say, get you know, give them a little bit of time. Look, the, you know, Coppin, a lot of people are going to say things about Coppin, but Coppin's a tough squad, you know. You look at you. You might say, "Hey, Big East first versus the Miac." You might talk. You know, people might say different things like that. But I mean, George, Georgetown was very complimentary of 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 Coppin after that game. Coach and Primo Spears talked 
about those guys are scrappy. Um, those, those guys have a lot of one-on-one players, and I think that was a challenge for them. I mean, they had a rough go against Charlotte the first game, but Georgetown went to overtime. Then they turn around and play again. They beat Mount St. Mary's. They beat Navy. Um, that, definitely, I think that team is a lot better than what people think. So, Pat, are you just kind of putting last season behind you, sort of like Coach Ewan has been preaching about? I, You know, I think there's different parts of it. So, obviously, the majority of the players are different. So, mm-hmm. you can't really hold these guys that are currently here. You can't hold them accountable for what happened. Um, so, I think I think in that aspect, you know, you have to kind of move on. Um, again, some of the defensive struggles, though, that have happened with this program – I think that's something that 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 kind of has everybody's attention. So I think you learn from last year. I mean, you don't want to have a season where you only win six games. You don't want to have another season where you don't win any conference games. So I think I think that's motivation enough for the staff and 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 for the few guys that have returned. But, you know, at some point uh, we have to move on as far as kind of letting that be something that, we went through, it was unfortunate. You don't want to repeat it, but this is a new group. This is kind of a different mindset. You got new guys on the coaching staff, new guys in the locker room. Oh, so Pat, what you were talking about, about defense, which was like a thing that was concerning to me when I was watching the games, their defense is still like bad. And like, I don't get why like they play, they, they play so much man. And like you mentioned, they can't guard the three. It's terms of the defensive principles aren't, aren't good in closeouts. Um, in that Northwestern game, you knew the shooters and you knew what the, the like the, the the point guard was trying to do, but guys would, would still cheat a little bit, even though the defender pretty much had good defense already. On the, the primary defender had good defense on like the guard. I can't think of the guard I'm thinking of for Northwestern, but I have an issue. Like that's a consistent thing with Pat under his regime. It's just like guarding three ball and not having that Georgetown defense that we're accustomed to see, seeing over the years with multiple regimes. So is that something – so how can Pat get that fixed? Because I'm actually a, a fan of saying, you know what, your man defense hasn't, hasn't been the best. Maybe you should go to a little bit more zone. Uh, but he's not, it seems like he's not a fan of running 2-3 zone. Nah, he, you know, he's not. I, you know, well, uh, Bowie and um, – who was it? Um, uh, Chase. Bowie, um, yeah, Bowie for yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah, those, those guys definitely gave them some problems. They – they did good against Bowie the first half, but the yeah. second half was kind of a different story. Um, well, Coach has talked about turning over the defense for the most part to um, 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 Coach um, – I can't even think of his name um, – Nickelberry. Mm-hmm. It, you know, is taking over. Now, will there be times where, where you know, Coach kind of steps in possibly, but for, for the most part, he, he, you know, he, he's talking about turning that over to him. So – we're going to see in time if things do change. Um, if you guys remember last year when Coach was out, when uh, Coach Orr took over, they did show show some zone mm-hmm. when he played. Um, so we'll see going forward if that is something they'll consider or how they'll approach that, or is this something that the guys kind of figure out on their own? Is this something that the guys kind of take as a challenge and you know try try to get better from? But look, in college basketball, you. you you can't you can't give up threes in basketball, period. But definitely in college basketball, I mean, we see how you how you can get lit up uh, like that. So, no, I agree. I agree. To, to your point, though, I will say this for the listeners that the Hoyas do have like talent, offensively speaking. Like I've seen that they have a lot of offensive talent. So 
like like you got Spears who can get, who can break you down one on one. They have players they haven't had before in terms of guys who can create their own shots on a one on one base on a one on one and do it pretty easily. But that defense is a problem. It is. Yeah, no, it is, and it, you know, hopefully it's something they're going to address. I know, I know, coach talked about it after the game. Jay Heath, who uh, who made his debut yesterday, he looked good too. He, you know. He, yeah, he did. He, you know, he did. Finally, got the waiver situation worked out. He talked about it too. About this is something that they're going to work on. They're, you know, they're going to get fixed. So it sounds like everyone knows what the issue is. Now, finding a solution or fixing it, you know, is a different story. But I mean, it sounds like they're up for the challenge with it. Um, so you know, we're going to see. You know, it was a bad. It was a bad night uh, shooting for Murray last night. Issues on defense um, that definitely kind of did them in. Uh, also on the glass, too. They got beat on the glass mm-hmm. last night, uh, you know, was a problem as well. So, But de- definitely, I think three the three-point defense is probably the biggest thing. Normally, normally we, you know, we talk about turnovers and we talk about guarding three as some of the things that have done them in. So definitely the three-point shot, had, you know, has been an issue. All right. Um, one question for you regarding personnel. Before the start of the season, Coach Ewing came out and said guard Dante Harris is not with the team because of a personal reason. Have you heard anything about whether Harris will return and how much of this and how much is the team missing? Missing. Well, as far as the news, I mean, he told us on uh, Georgetown had their media day. He announced that on there. Uh, I actually asked him about it before the day before the Copping game. At that time, I asked him about Harris and Heath, and there uh, there wasn't an update on either one of them. Of course, Heath's situation has worked out now. Um, Dante, we don't know anything other than it's a personal matter, um, and that's pretty much it. I um, I didn't really expect Coach to go into too much more detail just because it's a personal thing. Um, he was playing at Kenner. There was there – was, um, Stuff shared on social media from the team with him being with the team working out over the summer. So we don't know when this happened, when the break happened, when he was you know away from the team officially. We don't know how long. So right now it's kind of a wait and see type thing. As far as Dante, um, I was expecting him to kind of respond, um, respond, and, and 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 definitely have a you know, have a have, have an impact on the team this year. I mean, I know Primo coming in, Murray coming in, Heath coming in. There were a lot of guys, but, I mean, Dante didn't really seem like a guy that was going to duck any any type of challenges or competition. So we're expecting him to be out there. Hopefully he will join the team at some point. Um, Primo's been doing a good job, of course, since, you know, co- you know coming here for first three games. Um Murray is a guy that uh, coach has a lot of trust in, and now we see what Heath can do. Hit you know his first game in there, so hopefully the guys can hold it down, you know, until we figure that in out. So we ask this question, man. So you know, Coach Ewing, like we has been in Georgetown for five years. Um, his current coaching record is seventy and eighty-five. Ray talked about only winning six games last season. Um, he's taken to the, the Hoyas to one NCAA tournament, and that's because they won their conference tournament. Is this a tournament selection year or bust for Coach Hewing? That was a tough question, man. I mean, I um, I don't think it's necessarily clear. Well, fans, people on social media, people mm-hmm. kind of chiming in. Of course, I think everybody feels like they need to get to the tournament this year. Mm-hmm. But the big question is going to be what uh, what was the discussion between Coach and Lee Reed, you know, over the offseason. So 
I mean, when you go from six wins, no wins in conference, the goal, of course, is to try to get better and take a step up, but that leaves a lot of area. Like, um, I don't know what they'll what they consider a successful season. You know, you could say, hey, if you win a couple more games than last year, you win some, you know, conference games. Technically, is that better? Yeah, but I don't know what the, you know, what the plan is for them. I would say you definitely need to be competitive. Uh, this year, you definitely need to find a way to close out some games. You definitely need to win conference games. Um, but I don't know what that number is. I I don't personally think he's going to have to make it to the tournament in order to, you know, continue to be the coach there. But I don't know what the discussion has been. Um, you figure like this, the team was the team was picked 10th in conference, um, the you know, pre preseason poll. So. The expectations outside the program don't seem to be high. I'm sure those guys feel differently. I mean, I know Coach wants to get back to the tournament. I know those guys, the new guys that came in, they didn't come here to lose. But, I, you know, I don't know what that number is. Yeah, we'll see, man. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully they'll turn this thing around this season. But So, hey, Pat, before I let you go, man, how can folks catch, you, catch your podcast and let our listeners know how they can reach you on social media? Yeah, no, nah, man, I appreciate it. They can reach me at uh, at Waring Patrick W A R I N G Patrick P A T R I C K. Um, they can reach the pod at um, at NBS Sports Hour. You can you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, we try to put pods up for Georgetown related Hoyas Weekly, and then we just have pods in general talking about all sports, music. TV and everything. We definitely appreciate anybody that's willing to check us out. Uh, give us a listen. We definitely appreciate it. Hey, man. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for being on, man. Shout out to the Nuts and Bolts. I mean, I see y'all on our chat. Says, what's up, family? Patrick, what's good? Hey, appreciate everybody. Appreciate him, man. Um, Pat, thanks for being on, homie. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks yes, a lot, guys. All right, man. All right. All right, All right man. That was Georgetown, man. Ugh, I don't know about Georgetown, so it is what it is. But, uh, Hey, man, it's been a dope show. Subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, follow us on Twitter at, at Urban Sports Scene, IG at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Hit the subscribe, the red subscribe button, and like a bunch of our videos. Check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Amplifier Media, at AmplifierMedia.com. And this show can be found on Podcast DC. Can it still be? I'm not even sure about that. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Empire uh, Media shows as well as other great content. And again, man, you know, we moved into Wednesday nights. This is our, this is our permanent night, so just know we do Wednesdays now. Anyway, man, appreciate everybody for tuning in. This has been dope. Bradley Bill just missed that shot. Oh, he got fouled. Oh, this was up. Anyway, you've been listening to the Urban Sports Team. For ages. <laughs> you dig? Deuces. Hey, Mega, lead us out, big homie.